Hey everyone, Ed Helms here. You might know me as Andy from The Office or Stu from The Hangover, or you might know me as the co-founder of BGS. I know, I'm just as surprised as you. They let me co-found something. But here's the thing, we're doing it again. Yeah, this time we're leaping into our other deep love, the vast and vibrant world of country music with something we're calling Good Country. Now this isn't just another newsletter. Think of Good Country as a place. A place where you can explore, learn, and dig into all of what makes country good. Seriously, country music has so much going on these days, and it's coming from so many different deep and soulful places, and we're here to cover all of it. Just as we've done for Bluegrass and Roots Music at BGS for over a decade. So sign up now at goodcountrybgs.substack.com and let us bring you the many sides of country music straight to your inbox. Good country. It's a nice place to be. Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where They've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else. And then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with mm. other women and mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. From BGS, thebluegrasssituation.com, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. Jonathan Tam was named executive chef at Copenhagen's Restaurant Relay in 2016. Relay was the first restaurant opened by chef Christian Puglisi, and Tam's been with him from the start. Trained at culinary school in his hometown of Edmonton in Alberta, Canada, Jonathan landed an internship at Noma in 2007 and has been in Copenhagen ever since. His elevation to executive chef at Relay was a natural progression, as he's been creating menus at the restaurant with Puglisi from day one back in 2010. I spoke with Jonathan at Relay in Copenhagen's Norbro district prior to service back in August. Right. Uh, well, I'm Jonathan Tam, the head chef at Restaurant Relay here in uh, Copenhagen. And I would say the best way to describe Relay, we're kind of like a cut-to-the-bone gastronomic restaurant where we kind of mostly just focus a lot of attention and energy on the food and the wine rather than all these other kind of stuffy or more traditional takes on a fine dining restaurant. So I think that's what we mean by cuts of the bone is just focusing on high quality food, creative cooking techniques, really nice natural wine, and just a good casual atmosphere. So it's not even necessarily bone as in like an animal. No, 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 not in that sense. We do serve a little bit of protein, but we love our vegetables here at Rene. We're kind of like in a lower basement on Yesbogil, which is a really, really trendy street. Back when we opened, it was actually kind of dangerous to have a business here. We'd have pushers, like drug dealers, dealing out our window, and we're known to have biker gangs running this street. But then all of a sudden, it really changed with a lot of local artists, and it was a great timing for us. 
And it's a very small restaurant, but it gets really packed. We seat about 42 guests at once here in this one room. And it's an open kitchen, so we have this feeling of chefs being a lot in the dining room. And we like loud music. And it's a really casual, relaxing vibe here at Relay. We come in at 10 o'clock. And then it's full on about uh, mise en place preparation. And uh, the guy that probably is playing a lot of music right now is Luca, a restaurant manager. Prepping for a shift. Prepping it for a shift. He's Italian. So when the kitchen gets really busy and we don't really have time to run up to the laptop to put on tunes, he's the one that's working with it, dealing with emails and stuff. And he's been playing like a lot of like sappy Italian love songs and a lot of Italian hip hop that sounds like a take on Drake. I don't know any of the artists. Do you want to pull him over to name some of those songs? I think he just stepped in. Luca, my friend, come. We were just talking about some of the lovely Italian music you always play for us. So the, what is a sappy like? Ah, when we prep. Those love songs you ah. hit us with, what are those ones? No, it could be Con te partirò of Bocelli. That everybody sing together in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> they don't know the lyrics, but they try. We try, we yeah, try. Yeah, we try. Why the why the sappy love songs? What what mood does that put you in? Uh, it's not a love song. It's just, oh, it, it sounds, it sounds like, it. like but it sounds like we don't know the words. But to me, that's I mean, what that's, I think it is. It's quite weird, and everybody doesn't know what it's the lyrics, and you get in a happy mood, everybody. So Luca's also quite romantic and a bit of a poet, I think. And a poet. So maybe that's why we think it's sappy love songs. Yeah. What about that hip hop guy? That sounds kind of like Drake. Ah, Gali. Gali is another trap they call it yeah, right now. Trap. It's really <laughs> Italian trap. Italian trap. Yeah, we've been getting that in the a lot. So. I'll take you off the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. What a start to the shift, no? We have kind of have different stages. I think lately we have a lot of 80s, going back to a lot of 80s tunes. Could be like Fleetwood Mac. That's definitely one. Even at our staff parties, that's one that always comes up, right? And then I find like when we hit around this time, around two o'clock, it's kind of when it's a bit more quiet. We're really focused, trying to get the last jobs done. That's when like a lot of hip hop comes on, I think. Just because it's like the steady beat gets the head bobbing. Like Gangstar always kicks it off with full clip. And then it's kind of like the warm up because we have like 30 minutes after staff food until we open. That's when like it really opens up to be kind of like more like a power song just to get to the last run to the finish line. One of the favorites in the kitchen is uh, Big Bad Wolf by Duck Sauce, just something like full-on adrenaline, heavy bass. That's kind of like the sequence of our day at Relay. Now, from your perspective, is there any, any influence you like to assert over the playlist? The main thing is actually try not to, because I'm kind of running the show and being a bit of a boss with a lot of things. So I try to let, especially in the daytime, let them listen to what they like. Of course, we can critique it all the time. We're involved in that process. The thing is, 
love Johnny Cash, but when we opened, that was on the playlist for I think a solid like two years. Ring of Fire, probably heard that way too many times here at Relay. I fell into a ring of fire. I started from the opening day. I'm the only remaining one left other than Christian. And then uh, went from sous chef to now head chef since 2016. And so tell me a little bit about Christian and how you guys met. Uh, well, me and Christian, we worked together at Noma, uh, which is the godfather Nordic restaurant that everyone knows of. And uh, so I was with him for about two years. And then Christian went off to kind of start his own thing, and which turned into Relay. And uh, I came on board from the opening team, and we've been working side by side. So I guess almost 10 years now. All right, so uh, let's move into uh, into service. Uh, like, like I said, we like it to be quite casual here, and we have the music pretty loud. And it's an open kitchen, so we have this feeling of chefs being a lot in the dining room, and so it's pretty up-tempo. And the playlist we have going on is kind of done by two guys right now. One is Alessandro, the part owner in Somme. We call him DJ Barbaresco. And then we have uh, Tom, our pastry chef. We call him Botswana Tom. And uh, he's into like like a bit of disco and uh, like, like Ethiopian jazz. Halu Mergia. And the song, one of the really good songs is Sinta Yehu. And then back to like the favorite track and service is probably uh, The Edge by David McCollum. It's because like Dr. Dre did the sample of this song. So it's always, you always hear it and then people are like, oh, they think it's that, but then it's not that one. So then at the end of the shift, is there anything in particular that you guys like to end the night with? Like when you're, when you're closing or when you're kind of... Uh, that's probably like Ignition always is a good finish by R. Kelly. Just gets everyone kind of singing together, doing the last cleaning in a good mood. And you go out into the night. Exactly. No, no matter what the weather is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready for whatever lays in the streets of Copenhagen. Well, I've been in Copenhagen, like now I think of for 10 years now. It wasn't supposed to be that long of a journey, but yeah, so I was born and raised in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada. When I was younger, I was mostly getting into hip-hop because all of my friends were uh, getting into it at that time, so probably the three artists I really like were Nas, Wu-Tang, of course, and uh, Gangstar. I would have loved to learn how to produce beats. Of course, I tried, like... uh, doing it on the computer, like Ableton Live to play around with it, but cooking is what I'm good at, let's just say that. I think definitely music affects your mood and senses. We do all our creative work in the kitchen here as well, and there was like some really, really bad techno going on. Couldn't even get our minds straight on this dish we've been working on for a few days, and tasting it seemed like it wasn't working, and literally like I was just like, okay, I can't take this music, just turn it off gave the dish a try again and it tasted different and the mood was different I think it was just how it was distorting your senses and everything how it kind of puts you in the mood or changes your senses does kind of affect the act of eating or cooking 
Thanks to Chef Jonathan Tam and his entire team at Restaurant Relay in Copenhagen. Check out relay.community, spelled R-E-L-A-E, for more information on Relay and their amazing farm of ideas. You can also head over to thebluegrasssituation.com for a link to Jonathan's shift list, including all the music you heard on this episode and more, or stream it on Spotify by subscribing to BGS's playlist. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places for podcasts. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs, based on an article by the same name created by Nevin Martell, originally published over at BGS.com. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, managing editor Craig Shelburne, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for roots culture redefined. Theme music by Jamie Drake. Check her out at jamiedrakemusic.com. The Shift List is a part of the BGS Podcast Network. Be sure to check out BGS's ever-growing collection of podcasts up right now at thebluegrasssituation.com. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.